Welcome to Real Men Connect. Are you ready to be the extraordinary man, husband, father, and leader God called and created you to be? Then get ready to receive wisdom and guidance from some of the country's most respected men of faith as you learn everything you need to know to go from good man to great man God's way. No judgment, no shame. Just real men with real challenges seeking real change. All for God's glory. Hello, mighty men of God, and welcome to the Real Men Connect podcast, where we help good men become great men God's way. I'm your host, Dr. Joe Martin, and every week we interview some of the nation's most respected and accomplished men of faith and find out what it really takes to become the kind of husband, father, and spiritual leader God called and created us to be. Each interview session is packed with practical, proven biblical principles you can immediately apply in your relationships, on your job, and in your community. Today we have with us Jonathan Keneally, a.k.a. Coach JC. And Coach JC has been empowering people to win for over 13 years by coaching them to overcome obstacles, break through limitations, and create what he calls the winning mindset. JC has been privileged to train some of the top athletes and corporate leaders in the country through private coaching, consulting, and motivational speaking. JC is also the author of what I call the Success Secret Series, um, the secret to real success, the secret to real weight loss success, and the secret to real athlete success. JC started his career as the youngest Division I strength and conditioning coach in the nation and later created Dynamic Sports Development, one of the top training facilities in the country for athletes ranging from ages 9 to the pros. He also has a passion for giving back, which inspired him to create an eight-week body transformation program for churches across America called The Secret to Weight Loss Success for Christians. JC continues to empower Christians across the country to win in their body, mind, and spirit. I asked JC to be on the show today to talk to us about an area of health that most health and fitness experts don't talk about, especially when it comes to men, and that's creating and sustaining a healthy lifestyle. And with that being said, I want to welcome Coach JC to the show. Coach, thank you for joining us on the Real Men Connect podcast. Come on, baby, Mr. Joe Moore, and I am honored and privileged today to be on your show. I'm grateful, man, for the opportunity, man, and I'm believing right now for every listener out there, this is going to be an amazing time that we get to spend together and that lives are going to be radically transformed and uh, that God's wisdom and knowledge is going to be just in a ridiculous way today, uh, revelation to people and the men listen to this show, man. So thanks again for the opportunity, man. I'm honored, Joe, and I thank you from the bottom of my heart. Oh, well, thank you for being on the show. And I got to tell you, if uh, any of the guys who've been listening to our show for any length of time, they know that we bring we brought some fitness guys on here before. And if there's not any other reason that we should start exercising more or at least taking our health seriously, it's the passion that every fitness person has brought to our podcast, JC. You guys bring an unbelievable high level, uh, level of energy. My wife's the same way. And so I got to tell you, if that's not a re- if that's the only reason why we need to take our health seriously, because we want to be like you guys. <laughs> Come on, baby. I love, I love it. Now, JC, we got a lot of ground to cover today, man. And I really want to dive into this thing about having a healthy lifestyle. Um, for us as men, and there's a reason why we're going with that particular angle, because typically most people don't talk about it. But before we get started, I always ask my guests when they come on the show to share with us their, fa- their favorite Bible verse, um, the verse that gives them inspiration from the Word of God and why. So, JC, what's yours, man? Man, that's a tough question, man. I have so many amazing... Um, it's like picking Bible. a favorite child, right? <laughs> I'm telling you, for real. But you know what? I- I'm going to go I'm gonna go with uh, one of my favorite, and it's Romans 12, 2. It says, do not be conformed to the things of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And just from the title of your podcast, man, that's the verse that just came to me. One of my favorites that, you know, was really uh, brought to light in my life during a challenging time. And I just feel that that's the right one for this show at this moment uh, in this season uh, for men and real men that want to man up. I believe it all starts with the mindset. So that's what I'm going with today, Romans 12, 2. Do not be conformed by the things of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Now, I'm going to blow your mind, JC, that um, just yesterday we released our what we call our Real Men Check-In. You know, Every Wednesday we interview a new guest, but on Wednesdays I do this short check-in. 
And don't you know, and that was just released yesterday, and that was the verse that I opened. Come on, that. Baby. <laughs> so, man, I Come am on. so excited about you being on the show. That means this is divine appointment, man. This is wonderful. This is wonderful. So, all day. Now, JC, I believe everyone has a story. So, I always ask our guests to briefly share with us their personal story and give us the, the highlight version of it. I call it the ESPN version of your story, if you don't mind. Absolutely. I'm going to give you the highlight uh, cliff note version, man. I was brought up in New Jersey. I am a Jersey boy, uh, born and raised. Man, I, at a young age, I was an athlete. I had big goals and dreams to go on to play professional uh, sports. Um, didn't grow up with a lot, Joe. Grew up in uh, one of the roughest, er- roughest areas in New Jersey called Newark, New Jersey. Newark, uh, yes. Wow. Yeah. And, uh, you know, but we, you know, one thing I did grow up with is a mom that taught us morals um, and taught us uh, just to have compassion for people. And that's something that always burned inside of me, um, you know, but make a long story short, I ended up in Tulsa, Oklahoma with big goals and dreams uh, to play basketball out at a school called Oral Roberts University, ORU, out in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Young cat ended up in Tulsa, Oklahoma, again, uh, with an opportunity to hoop and, and play some ball. And I made one decision and one choice at that time uh, that radically changed my life. There was a pretty girl on campus. All the dudes were chasing her. I made a decision to abandon what I was brought up on, the morals, and what my mom instilled into me as a single mom. And uh, make a long story short, this young lady gets pregnant. And I'm there in Oklahoma on my own um, in a university, threw away a basketball opportunity in the fight of my life at 20 years old to be a father. Wow. Uh, and it was at that time of my life where I ended up in a 600 square foot apartment, no furniture, face down on a carpet with the decision to either go on with my life or not go on with my life. Um, and it was at that time of, of course, the grace of God and amazing support system and just the right people in my life that, uh, you know, God gave me a second chance, man. And I believe that everybody has a story out there right now. And they, there might be men listening to this podcast that through my story, we all that story, Joe, that we create for ourselves at a young age. But when we, uh, that story gets turned upside down, when life hits and you're tossed into the fire, you know, and you're going through hell at the moment, what do you do? Where, how do you react? Where do you turn? And it was at that point where, you know, God's grace and mercy uh, interceded in my life. Um, and through what I call today the winning uh, mindset, I got a hold of that verse, Romans 12, 2. Do not be conformed to the things of this world, no matter what it may seem at the moment, no matter what life throws you at the moment, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. I started to trans- transform my mindset take those biblical verses, but really bring them into life, into my life, man. And, uh, you know, uh, it just, my, my situation got worse, but I started to feel better and get better at the moment. Make a long story short, I turned what looked, it looked like a tremendous loss into a win. I went on to be the youngest strength and conditioning coach in the nation. Like you mes- mentioned earlier, I went on to um, work with athletes. You know, I wasn't an athlete anymore, but God, God, I was blessed and privileged to train athletes. Man, and that just transpired into writing some books and uh, speaking and, and just sharing my story and my testimony. There's a verse in the, in the great book that says, you overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of your testimony. I think there's a lot of guys listening that, man, you have a testimony in life and, and don't despise small beginnings right now. I know to get me through that fire at the time, Joe, I had to share the small victories, the small testimonies. Man, I was, I was crying out and I wanted more at the moment. But God was telling me, man, start to share the small victories. Start, don't despise small beginnings, Coach JC. I'm telling you, I'm going to bring you through this. You're not stuck in this. And uh, now I look back, and it's 2016, 17 years later, man, and I'm empowering inspiring so many people from all different walks of life through the for-profit companies, through the speaking, through the books, through all these blessed opportunities um, to really help people win. So I'm a walking miracle and testimony um, that all things are possible uh, to those that believe, man. So in a cliff note version, that's my story. That's where I come from, and I stick to it, my man. I, I tell you, JC, I love this show. You know, and of course, I'm biased because <laughs> I'm hosting it. But no, I love it because of the testimonies of what I hear, what God is doing in the lives of men and from all walks of life. 
um, who knew that I would meet a guy from Newark, which I've been to that area to work with some of the schools there, man. That place is crazy. Um, so I, I kind of get a mental picture of the background that you grew up in. And so I, I appreciate your testimony. But before we get into the topic of why I brought you on, and I always do this, JC, because I love hearing the stories. I, you know, like you said, we overcome by the, the blood of the lamb and the power of our testimony. And going back to your story, and you grew up, you say a single mom had, you know, you're, you're a product of a single mom. And I'm, uh, I'm hearing, if I'm reading you right, that you're saying that you're, that you were raised the right way. And you didn't, your dad was not there in the home. Where was your dad doing this time? What was your relationship like with him? My dad was around. My parents were separated. I saw my dad. You know, we had parenting time with my father. So he was in my life, but he was, um, he was, he was following a different direction. So I was, I was getting pulled different ways. My mom was spirit filled. She was taking us to church. She was really imparting what needed to be imparted into myself and my sister at the time where my dad wasn't really there to be a father. He was, he was, you know, he made some bad decisions. And at that point in my life, my dad was just trying to, you know, get back into my life. So he was around, he wasn't non-existent, but he wasn't imparting into me the things he did. Don't get me wrong. He, he imparted some valuable lessons from the streets and, and the street smarts. But my mom was imparting the truths from the from from the great book. Does that make sense? It makes perfect sense. And the reason why I always ask my guests about this, because I want people, I call it, we call it in marketing and business, we call it re-engineering. When you go back and put the pieces back together. And even though I hadn't talked to you about your story, and so I, I didn't know your background, I kind of assumed your mom was a spiritual anchor in your life. And you just affirmed that. And I kind of figured that your dad wasn't there. So I got to ask you a very tough question then. As you get this support, you say you had a sister as well. When you get this support, you go off to college now pursuing your, your hoop dreams. What what happened that would make you abandon what your mom had instilled in you? What happened that, that was the, the turning point, the, the crossroad that you decided to go the wrong way instead of the right way? Man, I think it comes down to really two words, man. And we could, te- we could take it either direction, but the Bible talks about this. And I know there's men listening right now that are in life that are going to be able to resonate with this word. It's called deception, man. And I think so many times in life, deception is a real thing. And I was deceived in believing that things like, uh, you know, the word pride, you know, pride comes before the fall. I think deception is a real thing for men, Joe, where you get deceived in believing and that, you know, you can do it on your own. You know, and that's kind of where I was. I was deceived in that, you know, I could do it in my will. You know, I'm going to go hoop. I'm going to do this thing. And I kind of just put God on the back burner. So um, if I was to put into one word, it's deception. I was deceived at the moment. I just, you know, the pride kicked in. I was deceived in thinking, you know, I'm going to do this on my own. And it took it took me for it took me to fall on my face to realize, you know what? Hold up. Wait a minute. I've got to get back to my roots and surrender. So it, it really comes down to that. I was just deceived, man. And, you know, and the picture I'm getting in my head while you're saying this, JC, is, you know, when Jesus was tempted on the uh, on the mountain in the, in the wilderness, that the devil took him up on the mountain and said, OK, you can have all of this if you will bow down to me. That was one of the ways he tempted Jesus. And Jesus um, did not take it. And basically, in a sense, that comes that temptation comes to all of us when we are starting to prosper, when we start believing, like for lack of a better way or a better way of saying it, of believing our own press coverage that we're better than what we think that that offer of temptation to take this and think you did on your own. You can do it without him becomes even more enticing. I went down the same path myself. So I definitely can relate to what you're saying. Now I I wrote down here in my notes here, and I wanted to definitely touch on this because you said that it got worse before it got better. Briefly tell me what's going on with the, the girl that you, you met and she got pregnant with your child. Tell me what's their status. We know what you've come out of. Where are they in your life? What part do they play in your life now? Now my, you know, we, we basically at that time, I had no idea who this young lady was. I mean, she, uh, of course is pregnant. We have a baby on the way. We're trying to figure out what to do. The best thing to do and you're told to do is get married. So we get married. Um, that didn't last. That lasted a year. So at that point in my life, um, I ended up in, you know, what, they call a custody battle, man, trying to fight to be a father. Um, so fast forward now, um, you talk about God being a God of restoration. My daughter at 16 years old, 
I am her father. She lives full time with me in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And God restored my life 360 degrees. She has a beautiful, amazing, God fearing stepmom in her life that I've been with now for 13 years. God's restored every area of my life. It's a miracle, man, because for uh, for the courts, if, if anybody's in that situation, um, you know, it doesn't end up that way a lot of times, you know, where the dad gets full custody, full legal. Um, so my daughter lives with me full time. I've been blessed and honored to raise her. She's getting her license in just two and a half months. She's thriving. <laughs> I'll pray for you on that. <laughs> Come on, please do. Uh, I'm chasing the boys away. She's a worship leader in church in her school. Um, so God's just restored what the enemy has come to steal. And I think that's a verse, man, that right now just got put on my heart is that verse. John 10, 10 says that the thief comes to steal, kill and destroy. And so many times as men, I think we stop there, Joe, we stop there and we say, man, the thief's killing me right now. The temptations in my mind, the, 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 the pride, the, the, the guilt, the shame and all those things that men deal with, man, that so many times we put a front on and we put a smile on, but deep down inside, man, we're drowning, we're struggling and we just need somebody to intervene. But I think so many times I just want to remind the men out there. That the verse does not stop there. John 10, 10, yes, it says that the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But the second part of that verse says, but I have come that you may have a life and have it to the fullest. Right. So, so no matter what you're going through right now, like me, you might be going through a fire right now. You might be going through hell. You might be going through a situation. And you don't even know why you turn this podcast on, baby. <laughs> but I'm here to tell you that God's got a calling on your life. He has a plan for your life, and it's for good and not of evil. And, man, you're hearing it from a Jersey cat that was down and out on a 600-square-foot apartment, contemplating if he was going to go on with his life. And God now has radically, 360 degrees, restored my life. And the last time I checked, the enemy has been defeated. So I want you to just focus on right now that God has... A good life for you out there, man. John 10, 10, the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy, but I have come that you may have a life. So right now, Joe, I speak life to the listeners right now, no matter the situation, physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, relationship-wise, financially. I speak life right now to the situation that they're going through, brother. Just like my life right now, restored, married, uh, living the dream. People ask me all the time, well, how you doing, Coach JC? I said, I'm living the dream because I'm constantly reminded of where I was and where God has brought me. Um, so to answer your question, man, my daughter lives with me full time. Her mom is in her life. She sees her mom, uh, but her mom's not in my life. Uh, God has put a beautiful, God-fearing a woman in my life for 13 years now, my beautiful wife, Jody, and my daughter, Olivia. Oh, that is awesome, man, I tell you. And I love, because, you know, the story can always go in a different direction, but I love hearing those redemption and resurrection stories. And if anything, for the men out there listening, that just tells you that God is still on the throne and he's still going to respond to anybody who turns their heart towards him. You know, he said all things work together for good. Not that all good things will happen. But they will yep. all work together for good for those who love him and are called according to his purpose. And JC, it's so obvious that you've been called to God's purpose based on the impact you're making in the lives of so many people. And so I, you know, I don't know you personally, but I'm proud to call you a brother in Christ. Just the fact that um, you turned something that was a, a really rough and tough situation into something that brings God a lot of glory. So, man, I'm, I'm just excited for you. That, that is awesome. Awesome. All day. I appreciate it, my man. Now, Jason, we're going to finally get into that. Now I can stop being nosy and I can get out of your business. <laughs> and we're going to we're going to turn around now. And we're going to focus on the reason why I brought you on the show is to talk about this, this healthy lifestyle that I believe that we need to be seeking as godly men. And coach, my wife, and I told you this before you came on there, that my wife is uh, one of the top trainers here in Chattanooga, Tennessee. But she constantly preaches to me, JC, about how her client, she, and she says this to me, not only me, but also her clients, that only 20 to 25% of our success will come from her workouts, which seems like an indictment on her. <laughs> but she says yeah. 75 to 80% will come from our lifestyle. Do you agree with that and why? Well, I agree. I couldn't agree more than that. And I think that's one of the things that has separated me um, in this industry is I think it comes down to a couple things. Lifestyle is absolutely important, Joe. And I think when you talk about lifestyle, 
I look at your podcast and what you've built and uh, the following and the listeners and all the lives being transformed. And then I take a step back and I look at successful podcasts, successful companies, successful businesses, and all successful businesses have a brand. And when you just said, you know, what your wife said about lifestyle, how, how it starts around there, how do you build a brand? And, and I think it, it brings me to pose a few questions. And I think if you're listening right now, you might you say, well, Coach JC, Joe, I'm not trying to start a business here. I'm not building a business brand. Well, I believe it comes down to you having a personal brand. And you want to talk about health and you want to talk about living the lifestyle that God has created for you. And that's one of abundance that you will prosper physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, financially in your relationships. I think it comes down to a couple of things. When you build a brand, you got to know who you are. And I've seen when your wife says, well, you know, 20, 25% is what I do, but most of it comes down to the lifestyle they live. Man, what, what's the lifestyle you're living? I, I think a lot of people don't live the lifestyle that they truly desire and deserve because they have no idea who they are. And I grew up loving rap music. Like, I love rap music, man. And, and I remember a song, you know, Eminem wrote. It said, well, the real Slim Shady, please stand up. Yeah. <laughs> <And> <laughs> Unfortunately, I, I remember I, it, too. <laughs> resonated in my head, you know. And will the real Slim Shady. And if you're listening today, my question for you is, will the real you please stand up? Right, right. And I don't think you can live a healthy lifestyle. If we're talking healthy overall, if that's physical, mental, or whatever it is, until you know who you are. Uh, so when your wife says lifestyle, I, I, it makes me take it in the direction of, well, who are you? And I think so many times people fail in life, in health, in fitness. They don't get the body they desire. They don't have the marriage they deserve. They feel like they're losing in life because they have no idea who they are. And until you discover who you are, your identity, then it's absolutely impossible to put value and worth and, and really go out and do what you need to do on a daily basis to get what you desire and deserve. So I think the I think the, the powerful thing when your wife says that, I think it's so true and it made me think of, well, who are you? What's your identity? You know, so many times we find our identity in in past mistakes and failures. Well, I tried that diet last time, it didn't work, so I'm giving up. Well, well, you know what? That last marriage, Joe, man, it failed. It went through divorce, so I'm giving up. I, it's this isn't working. Your identity is in not in your past. Your identity is not in what you were told as a kid. Your identity is not in the past mistakes. Your identity is not in what you do. So many times dealing with the pro athletes, we see them and they, they come in. I say, well, well, who are you? Well, I'm an NBA basketball player. No, 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 no. That's what you do. That's not who you are. And I think it's impossible for people to execute daily tasks, to live the lifestyle that they desire and deserve until they identify who they are. Who are you? What do you stand for? What are you about? And it's not who you think you are that holds you back a lot of times, Joe. It's, it's who you think you're not and who you think you're and what you're not capable of being. So if you're listening today and we're talking about lifestyle, man, I want to start off by just saying, and God just put, my, put this on my heart, is tell the listeners who they're not. I think there's a lot of men out there that like me, and we still, it doesn't matter what, you know, what lifestyle you're living right now. You, you might be very exquisite financially. You might be prospering. You might be uh, physically prospering in your health. Or you might be listening to this podcast right now and you might be down and out and you turned it on by mistake. But I want to remind the listeners real quick who you're not. Because I think sometimes to come to a conclusion of who you are, that you're worth it, that you're valuable, you got to remind yourself who you were not created to be. You're not average. You're not mediocre. You're not a loser. You're not an addict. You might be dealing with addictions right now. You're not an addict. You no, you no longer walk in fear and guilt and shame. You're not a victim. And I think you've got to come to a conclusion right now of who you are not and really get some biblical verses of who you are, that you were bought with a price, that you can do all things through Christ that, that strengthens you, that you are a champion, that you walk in victory, that you are born a winner, that you are a child of God. So I think what your wife says is absolutely true. And I think to live the lifestyle you want, the first thing you got to do, Joe, is you got to really identify, well, who am I? Let's not even talk about what I want, what weight loss I want, what marriage. Let's talk about who you are first. Because once you identify who you are and you believe and you truly genuinely believe that you have a purpose on this earth and that purpose is driven, you know what? Then you'll start to live the lifestyle that you desire and deserve and get results in your life in any area. Does that make sense? That makes perfect sense, JC. And I love how you broke that down. And it has helped me to even be able to articulate it. And I'll even share this with my wife. Hopefully she'll listen to the podcast. But 
what you're saying is that your lifestyle should be reflecting your identity or vice versa. Who you think you are or think you're not is going to be reflected in your lifestyle. Now, let me ask you this, JC. I know you're you're not only just a fitness expert, but you're also a success coach, obviously. They can tell they hear it in your voice. And I want you to teach us what we need to do to develop this healthy lifestyle. You've already touched on a little bit of it, this healthy identity. In other words, what you call the winning mindset. How do we start to develop that and incorporate that into our life? Well, I think I think it's important that for, you know, for me, when somebody comes to me, and if you're there listening right now, well, you got to first discover really the life you want to live. And I remember a book I read by Rick Warren, The Purpose Driven Life. And I don't know, do you, have you read that book, yes, Joe? Yes, I have. Yes, I have. And that was a powerful book at a moment in time when I need to really discover, man, why am I here? What What, what is my purpose on this earth? So I think to live a healthy lifestyle, uh, a life of health, when, when we hear that, we automatically think, you know, physically, you know, uh, you know, having a, having a sexy body, six pack abs, man, as a dude out there, listen, as a man, man, you want to have that body, you know, that's great. But what is that ultimately, what does the fit lifestyle mean to you? It's like when somebody says prosperity, people automatically think of, well, financially, but I'm talking right now about being your best, you know, physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, relationship wise, financially. So when someone comes to me, Joe, I think the first question, and I want to ask the listeners right now is what does the ultimate lifestyle look like for you? Taking it back to what your wife says is 85%. And what does that life look like? And I think so many times and people don't define who they are or what they want in life. People are so vague because fear kicks in. They say, well, Joe, man, don't think too big, man. You want to create a podcast that's going to reach million of Christian men? Come on, man. That's thinking too big. So I think sometimes we got to take a step back and say, well, let me define and refine exactly what I want in life. Once you know who you are, what do you want? What's the lifestyle that you want to live? And I call it reverse engineering. People do this in business all the time. Once you know what you want, just reverse engineer it back and say, oh, well, if that's what I ultimately want, what's the results I have to get? And if that's the results I need to get, well, you know what? What's the actions I need to take every single day? Well, if that's the actions I need to take, well, okay, what's the attitude I need to bring to produce those actions, to produce those results? And, and then it all comes back to, well, what's my mindset? And my mindset, do not be conformed to things in this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Transformation is a process, man. And I think so many times as men, we get caught up because we want the instant gratification. We want the perfect marriage right away. We want the perfect body right away. But transformation of the mind, I think we got to understand that if you want to transform your body, you want to transform your wallet, you want to transform a marriage. Man, success starts and ends with your mindset. Winning starts and ends with your mindset. Being a, It's a state of mind. I mean, think about it for a second. You know, what do you believe about who you are? What do you believe about the situation? So you got this year now, you know, you think about it this time of year. There's everybody's talking about New Year's resolutions and, you know, January, everybody wants to set resolutions, especially in what your wife does in, in the fitness industry. But think about that word resolution, man. That makes me think about that for a second. A resolution, it's about just having a resolve. A resolve that it's a do or die. It's a life or death situation. It's a sense of urgency that this is the life I was born to live. And I'm going to go get this thing no matter what it takes. It's a choice. It's a decision. And I think you got to decide what it is I ultimately want. I talk to men all the time and they say, man, I'm not happy where I'm at, man. I, I want to be more. I want to achieve more. Well, well, cool. What is that lifestyle you want? Well, I'm really not sure. I want to lose some weight. Well, how much weight? 30 pounds and to you is different than 30 pounds to me. Well, I want to have a better marriage. Well, what's better marriage to right, you? Right, That's right. different from to me. Success is different from you to, to me. So I think when we talk about the winning mindset, for me, I say, you know what? Every action originates with a thought. And I know that if I can get in your head, if I could get you to believe a little bigger, to think a little bigger in who you are, who's God created you to be, you know what? Then when I ask you to get one more rep in the gym, that's going to become easy. When I ask you to get one more rep in your marriage and start to do things that are uncomfortable, that's going to become easy. But I think most people underestimate how do you transform your mindset? What does that really mean? It says that it's the renewing of the mind. That's a daily process. It's an everyday thing that you got to constantly be in the word of God. You got to constantly remind yourself of who you are, what you stand for, what you're about. You got to constantly 
be in that word and remind yourself that God created you with a purpose. And I think that's where it starts, the mindset. So we could spend all day on talking about the system of that. But what does renewing the mind mean? So many guys go through life and they don't have their winning hour, their winning 10 minutes, whatever it is, to get in the word of God and take those biblical principles and understand that those are laws, those are principles that you can make those real life in your life. They're not just cool words on a piece of paper. And if you take them and you retain them, but you don't implement them, then they're never going to become real in your life. So it comes down to belief system. It comes down to identity. But I believe for you right now to win in life, if you're out there, it's got to start with a winning mindset. And that's the system I always start with is getting people to renew their mind because that's, I believe that's where most of the battle takes place. I honestly believe that Satan can just creep in and get men to believe uh, in the lies of the devil all day long of pride, of temptation, of guilt, of shame. Well, I'm not making enough money, man. I'm not a, I'm not providing for my family. My wife doesn't love me. Uh, man, and that stuff will just kill a man's mindset. Does that make sense? It makes perfect sense. And, and Jason, you took the words right out of my mouth as I was right now some of the things you were saying that that's where the enemy is going to start he's going to he knows where the battlefield is and he's going to start with your mind and so if he can if he wants to destroy you he starts with where the where the root of the problem is is your thought process he's not only like you said came to steal kill and destroy but kill steal and destroy what starting with kill and steal and destroy your mindset your 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 god-given identity he wants to take that from you and have you questioning and doubting yourself so you'll never fulfill the purpose that god has put in place inside your heart so that makes perfect sense. Now, but I'm going to take you back to a time, JC, when you weren't Coach JC, okay? <laughs> when you were going through that battlefield and finding out your mind was like a minefield. Because I know there's men out there who say, okay, I get what JC's saying. I know that um, I'm being played with in my mind by the enemy and I'm allowing the enemy to take territory from me in my mindset. But when you were struggling yourself, JC, and trying to establish this ha- this healthy lifestyle, what we now see starts with your identity. Uh, what was the first thing that you did to get unstuck to get you going? Man, I'll tell you, man, that's a great question. I enrolled in a Bible school, and I'll never forget a professor at that time talked about Romans ten twelve. Dude, I mean, uh, you know, Romans like we talked about earlier. Do not be conformed to things of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. But then he gave another verse after that, and it was Romans um, 10, 17. It says, faith comes by hearing, and he paused there, and he said, man, to renew your mind sometimes, you got to recreate a yes environment in your life. And I remember at that time where I was down and out, and and I think back to it right now, like it was yesterday, man, and and so many times in life, whatever we're going through at the moment, we allow the feelings to dictate and determine how we act. And I had, to over, I had to, at that time, make a decision to say, you know what? I am not going to allow my emotions and my feelings to dictate and determine who I am and what I get out of life. And faith comes by hearing, Romans 10 to 17. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And so many times we look at faith and we say, well, what is faith? You know, uh, faith is not a feeling. You don't have to feel faith. You create faith. And as Christians, so many times we want God to intervene and we want a miracle. And we see it in church all the time where, and that was me, where I was walking up to the altar every single uh, Sunday trying to get a breakthrough, trying to figure out, man, how's this situation going to turn around? And then I took a hold of that verse and I said, well, okay, if faith is not a feeling and I feel horrible right now, man, life absolutely sucks for me. I'm going through the fire. Talk about being thrown in a lion's den. Man, I, 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 well, how do you create faith? Faith comes by hearing? Well, cool. And I pulled out verses in the Bible, and it makes me think about some right now, all the verses that that talked about, you know, how people spoke things into existence. You know, Ephesians 4.29 says, do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouth. 2 Corinthians 4.13, I believed, therefore I have what? I spoke. Right. And I I can go through verse after verse after verse. Mark 11.23, for surely I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he says will be done. He will have whatever he says. So it was at that time where I said, you know what? 
I'm going to become the best salesperson in my life. I'm going to become the best coach in my life. I'm going to become the best preacher in my life. And I'm going to do what this professor says to do. And he said, I want you to find these biblical verses that you're going to stand on. You may not feel like it at the moment. But I want you to post them around your house. I want you to read them every day. I want you to say them every day. And I started just confessing what the word of God says. And I started to claim these things. Now, I, did, I, I told you earlier, I, I, my situation got worse. But I wrote it down. I wrote it down. I started to see it. Wait a second. I can over, wait, Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ who strength. What? That can't be real. And then I started, <laughs> I started to believe these things. And, and I, I, I claimed them. I claimed them as if they were my own. I took crazy, ridiculous ownership of them. And, man, it became weird, man. It's, it's, I think sometimes it's those weird things that people don't want to do that could change your life. I would say it until I could not say it anymore. Man, I would scream it. I would say it until I lost my voice and got hoarse, brother. And then I started to actually see it. I started to envision myself, not where I currently was, but where I was going to be. I started to envision myself with a healthy marriage. I started to envision myself successful. I started to envision myself as a dad, as a father. And I started to confess those things that I wanted to possess in my life. So you ask, what did I do? I think the greatest thing that if you're listening right now and you're going through it right now, I think you got to start to not allow the voices you hear on a daily basis. Like I heard JC, man, you're a failure, bro. You threw away a basketball opportunity. You'll never be successful. Man, you're 20 years old. You got a broken marriage. You'll never be a father. And so many times we allow other people and what we hear to dictate and determine who we are and build our identity. But you know what we do forget? And I'll never forget. We talked about it earlier, uh, Joe. You mentioned a common friend we have, uh, uh, James Malinchek. I remember I was at an event and James talked about the great Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali, if you ever read his book, he used to shadow box. And when he was shadow box, I don't know if you remember the story. I remember James Malinchek told this story. He would shadow box and he would say, I fly like a butterfly. I sting like a bee. And he would say, I would tell the world that I was the greatest right. boxer before I was ever the greatest boxer. Right. And if you pause it and you say, well, did, who did, did he convince the world that he was the greatest boxer and go on to be the, yes. But the part we miss more than anything, and I remember this when I was at a James Malinchick event, he said, we missed the part. Who did he convince more than anybody? He convinced himself. Self, right. And it was at that time where I had to build confidence in my life. I had to build belief in my life where I started to speak totally opposite of what my situation was. I started to speak life back into my situation and the situation got worse but i felt better and if you want to take it away from a biblical perspective you might not be a christian right now listening to this and you might say well you know i, I just tuned in this podcast i want to hear what it's all about well let's be real that's how you train your subconscious mind if you're a christian or not if you tell yourself something over and over and over again studies have shown that you train your subconscious mind to actually take action on that thing so what i did at that time joe is i created a winning confession and it's simple. It's three I am statements of who you are. It's an I will statement. That means that's a statement that uh, something I'm going to possess. I may not have in a moment. I will be the greatest father. I will have the greatest marriage. I will be prosperous, fi prosperous financially. I, I will win in my health. And you just post that thing and say it over and over and over. And I think that's something powerful right now. You know, I don't. I, we can create one right now if you're listening. You know, this podcast meant something as simple as this. I'm going to give you one right now, man. This is, this is just one that God's put on my heart right now. You could just repeat after me. Today is my day. And you got to say it like you mean it. You got to say it with some pitch and tone, uh, some pitch and tone. You got to say it with some enthusiasm. You got to see yourself like you're going to own the moment. Today is my day. No one will get in my way of me being the best. Not good, not average, the best version of me. Powerful one right here. I am here on purpose. You were born with a purpose. I have a purpose. I am strong. I am passionate. I am powerful. I am unstoppable. I have the mind of Christ. I am a winner. I am fearless. I choose faith. 
Man, that's a powerful one. And I would say stuff like this over and over again. Man, I felt so fearful at the moment. But I would keep saying, no, 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 I'm fearless. Hold up, wait a minute. I know right now you may fear faith. You may seem fearless, JC, but I choose faith. I choose faith. Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. You say, man, what did you do at that moment, Coach JC, that pulled you out of that time? There's nothing bigger I did, Joe. Then was I created a faith environment in my life that was absolutely unstoppable by confessing the Bible verses and making them real in my life. Does that make sense, brother? Oh, it makes perfect sense. And I tell you, everything you're saying, JC, you're speaking, you're speaking from, from the word of God. God has given us everything that we need and equipped us and gave us a tool to be able to speak those things, like you said, as if they were, as if they, you know, that not, that are not as if they were. Like I tell you, a verse that jumped out at me and it basically seemed like it was with your, the, your cornerstone was Joshua 1 8, where he says, do not let this book of the law, the word of God, depart from your mouth, but meditate on it. There's that word, meditate, think on it day and night. And I love this, the second half of that. So you'll be careful to do everything written in it then. And then you'll be what, JC? You'll be prosperous and successful. And this is not about just, uh, um, you know, cl- claiming and owning it or whatever. No, it's speaking God's truth. Because if you don't speak God's truth to you, the devil's going to speak his lies to you and in you. And so you're, you're absolutely right that you have to affirm. I love what you said. I wrote this down. I, I'm going I'm to liberate this for you. I love this. Confess what you want to possess. I love that. <laughs> I love that. Absolutely. Now, well, in, another, in another verse, you know, right off of what you just said, you know, Third uh, John 1, 2 says, Beloved, I wish that you may be in health and prosper just as your soul prospers. Man, that's God saying, you know what? My desire for you is to be strong physically, yes, but, Absolutely. but strong physically as you are spiritually. And I think as men, it's not sexy, Joe. It's not cool sometimes to get in the word of God. And for me, I think that's the de- that's a de- deception that I see real today in men's lives, man. Men are like... Man, I, 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 I'm strong physically. I got it going on. Everything's okay. I, I'm living a decent life. Man, you want me to read a, uh, that book? You want me to get in that word of God? And I think you got to do some stuff sometimes when you don't feel like doing it. If you want something you never had, then you got to do something you've never done. And I know there's men listening right now like me when I didn't feel like getting in the word of God, man. Uh, it was the last thing I wanted to do, but I disciplined myself to get a little comfortable being uncomfortable and open the book and just read these verses until they start to be deep inside and my heart started to change, man. I started to get a heart check, building the most important muscle I had. So if you're listening right now, I just want to encourage you, man, get a devotional, man, get in the word of God, take that spiritual relationship. It's not about religion. Take that relationship with God to another level by understanding that book's not just a book. Those are real life principles that you can live by, stand on, and claim as your own in any area of your life, man. So don't be deceived in thinking that book's not for you. It's cool. I think so many men I talk to like, well, that's not cool, man. I, it's, I, I, if I need God, I need a Bible. It's like a crutch. What? That's the craziest <laughs> thing I've ever heard, man. But I, I hear it all the time, brother. You know, yeah, you're right. I hear the same thing as well. And my thing, I always use the dot to feel version of the question. I say, how's that working out for you? The thing is, whatever, my thing is, if you got something that's better, that's helping you, share it with me. Let me hear what it is. But I have yet to see anything that's more powerful than the word of God. Now, JC, I'm going to take you back to uh, back to that 20 year old JC. And just quick before we get into the man up questions, I can't wait to ask you the man up questions. But knowing what you know now about health and fitness and wellness and having a winning mindset, when if you could go back and talk to yourself at 20 years old, what would be the first thing you would tell you? Man, I think you said, you know, you're going to get to some man up questions. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think it's hard to man up without accountability in your life. Right, right. And I think the, the thing I would say to him right then is, you know, get accountable. At that time of my yeah. life. I allowed myself to be isolated. I removed accountability from my life. I had no man in my life where the word of God says iron sharpens iron. I had nobody in my life to call me on my mess and say, yo, JC, what are you doing right now? You're messing around. You're messing up. 
I know being my life that was talking to, I mean, you know, so many times in life, you have the people in your life that tell you what you want to hear. And I had a lot of those people tell me what I want to hear, but I had nobody in my life tell me what I needed to hear. So if I, if I can go back, I would tell JC at 20 years old, man, man, never underestimate the power of accountability in your life, getting raw and real with a man in your life. You could tell and it doesn't matter. I'm talking vulnerability. I'm talking transparency. Right. And that's what I, that's what I lacked in that in my life. Somebody to grip me up at that moment by the collar of my shirt and, and slap me around and say, what are you doing? And God's got a calling on your life. You're playing with fire right now. And I look back and right now in my coaching, man, that's one of the big things. Everybody, no one in my coaching does life alone, brother. And that's the thing I was lacking at that moment. I was in Oklahoma on my, uh, by my own and I was, Satan deceived me by isolating myself. I led a secret lifestyle, bro. I had no accountability in my life. So I would go back and tell JC, get accountable, man. Have somebody in your life that, that's going to speak the truth to you. Does that make sense? Oh, it makes perfect sense. And JC, that's what this show is about. What Real Men Connect is about is about seeking connection with other men and being held accountable and support. And the, the funny thing, and not in a humorous way, but there's a, a recurring theme throughout almost every other show and every other episode when we get to asking questions like this where men talk about how they could not do it alone and you would think after hearing this from men who have never met each other keep saying the same thing over and over again accountability support connection accountability support connection don't isolate even um even long ranger had tonto men still don't seem to get it. There's still some men out there who I know are still listening, but, but I don't trust men, but, but this, but what I'm hearing, if they don't get anything else out of this show, we shut down tomorrow. You cannot do this thing called manhood alone. And so I'm glad that you, again, another person who supports this, another person who's been, has turned his life around, has been blessed and now impacts hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people across this country that they're hearing it from you and they're hearing it from all these other men. So I appreciate you sharing that. Now, I'm going to go to the flip side of going back to when you were 20, because yes, it was tough. It was rough, but it wasn't all bad. If you could go back to that 20 year old and tell him to do something, continue to do something that maybe he stopped doing, what would you tell him to do more of in order to be more successful and have this winning mindset? It's a good question, man. I think, um, uh, man, I think again, man, I think I would, I, I would continue to build more relationships in my life. I think that was the game changer. Um, I, I, that's what, that's what I'd go back to. I just, I, I look at those relationships in my life. I would say, build more of them, build more of those relationships, get more in the words, surround yourself in the right environments. Um, and, and that's one thing I did that pulled me out of the time uh, is was I enrolled in Bible school, man. And once I did that, I had professors speak in my life, not tell me what I want to hear. I had friends link arms with me, man, when I didn't feel strong, taking me out to lunch, you know, helping me financially, whatever it was. And so I look at that and that's one of the greatest things for me that came out of that moment was the relationships I built to really understand this day that you cannot do life alone. Um, and that helped pull me out of that time, you know? So I would say that's the, that, 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 that's what I would encourage people to do. That's the thing I did at that time was get in the right environment around the right people. And I believe if you do that, that you could break through and have anything you want in life. Great. Now, you know, JC, it's now it's time for what we call the infamous man up questions. And these are just five quick questions, starting with the letters M-A-N-U-P. And all they do is all we require is fearless honesty, which you will not have a problem with at all. So the question is, JC, are you ready? Come on, baby, I'm ready. <laughs> all right. And we'll get started right after this short break. Do you know that no one has ever become a champion without a coach? Think about it. Any athlete who's ever made it to the Olympics, let alone won a gold medal, has ever gotten there without a qualified coach or a group of coaches. So if that's the case, if you're serious about becoming a champion husband, father, or leader, then my question is, who's coaching you? That's why I've officially launched the Real Men Connect 21-Day Coaching Program. My goal? To help you become the man and spiritual champion God called and created you to be. If you're going to succeed as a man of God, it's going to take faith, wisdom, and accountability. So you need a proven Christian coach, mentor, and teacher who's literally helped hundreds go from good to great God's way. I've been an award-winning educator for more than 23 years, and I've been coached and trained by some of the best in the country. So whether it's strengthening your faith, 
improving your marriage, growing your ministry, or even breaking an addiction, let me coach you for 21 days to help you finally get the breakthrough you've been looking for. Just go to realmenconnect.com or call 423-763-7675 for details. Availability is limited, but satisfaction is guaranteed. Welcome back. We have Coach JC who's sharing with us the winning mindset and how to live a healthy and fit lifestyle. And he's now ready for the man up questions. And JC, we're going to start with the letter M, which stands for mistake. And what mistake did you learn from the most? Um, from being a man. And now we, you mentioned earlier about accountability, but beyond that, what is the mistake that you learned the most from as a man? Man, I think, um, I think a mistake is sometimes we don't understand that Galatians 6, 7, I believe it is, says, do not be fooled. God cannot be mocked. What a man sows, he will also reap. And I think the mistake that I have to work continually, renew my mind and remind myself is, man, what are you sowing every single day? Right. What are you sowing? If, if you're the MVP in life right now, if you're the most valuable player and you got a calling on your life, you got to make, but you got to impart in yourself. You got to sow great seed into your life so that you reap great seed and that you could really help people win. So I think a constant mistake that I still deal with, man, being real and raw is sometimes uh, it's easy to get. Uh, it's easy to get complacent in life. And I constantly got to remind myself, don't be fooled, baby. Don't be, what are you sowing? What are you sowing today? What are you sowing this week? What are you sowing? Because what you sow physically, financially, mentally, emotionally, in any era of life, what you sow is what you will reap. And that's a mistake that I, that I, that I, that I still make and still struggle with to this day that I got to remind myself, man, don't, don't, don't sow the wrong seed. Good stuff, JC. Good stuff. Now, you do a lot of coaching in addition to um, doing physical training with people and coaching them fit-wise, but you also do a lot of uh, mindset coaching and business coaching and that kind of thing. And you deal with a lot of men. If there was, and this A stands for attitude, if there was an attitude you can change in the men that you see. Now, we're not throwing them under the bus, but if you could change an attitude in the men that you see, what attitude would you change? Man, I think, uh, you know, one word, pride, man. You know, pride comes before the fall. I know uh, it's easy as a man to really allow your pride to rule your life. If you could change one thing right now, man, it an attitude in men, I would say, man, I see so many men that are so prideful in thinking they can do it on their own, right. man. You get a little success, you make a little money, and all of a sudden pride comes before the fall. Um, it would be the attitude of pride, man. I think you got to lay that aside and say, you know what, sometimes to win in life, you got to surrender first. Get on knees and say, you know what? I'm going to lay aside this attitude of pride, man. So that would, without a doubt, that's the number one attitude that I see that I could do it on my own. I got this, baby. I got this. And I think uh, if we could lay that aside, I think men would be more transparent. They'd be more vulnerable. They'd be able to really surrender and know that, man, you, uh, you cannot do anything on your own. Uh, don't fall for that deception. So it's definitely the attitude of pride, my man. Good, good stuff. And yeah, I would agree with you 100% on that as well. Now, the N stands for next. And JC, I know you've been doing a lot of great things. You've been working on books, you've been coaching, you've been speaking all over the place. What's the next big thing you would attempt to do for God if you knew you couldn't fail? <laughs> are you saying what would I or what am I? Oh, it could be what you are doing right now. Because obviously, even if it's something that you're currently doing right now, it's something that you, you are trying to achieve. What is that next big thing for you? Man, you know, that's funny you asked that because somebody just asked me that same question almost to a T yesterday. Really? <laughs> we start, man, and I'll, I'll make it really quick. We started a nonprofit two years ago. It's called Fit First Responders, man. We are blessed and honored and privileged to train uh, the, the first responders of our nation, police, fire, medics, National Guard. Right now, we are training through our nonprofit over 46 different agencies Okay, over 500 first responders on a daily basis come to us here in Tulsa to be fit for duty and fit for life. I honestly believe that we live in the greatest country, uh, the USA, man, America. And I believe that God's got an amazing plan for our country. I was invited, man, and I don't I don't care. I'm not talking politics at all. That's not what I'm here to talk about. But I was invited 
And it was an honor to me, man. It didn't matter who it was. I was invited by Donald Trump to open up for one of his rallies during his uh, Republican uh, race, man. And I went to Arkansas, flew out there on a private jet, and they asked if I would open up for him before he took the stage. And I'll never forget, I walked out onto the stage, 12,000 people in Arkansas, man. I got goosebumps. It was the largest audience I've been blessed to speak to. And I, all, and I looked out there, man, and all I saw was 12,000 people that are hungry and desperate for hope in their life. Hungry and desperate for hope. And they were there looking to one man. Yeah, they were looking for, man, hopefully the president could heal our land. And I stood there and God just put on my heart, man, that, you know, JC, your calling right now is to, to really take this mission to the nation. So right now what we are doing, my belief, if I could do one thing right now that will not fail, we have big hopes and dreams to team up with the White House to bring our nonprofit, Fit First Responders, to Washington, D.C., to have a mandate by the president, by uh, the USA, to bring the dignity and respect back to law enforcement, to firefighters, to the heroes of our nation. Um, because we see these heroes put on that badge every single day um, for, to fight for our freedom. But one thing we don't see is they're human beings first. And just like you and me, Joe, and just like the men listening, bro, they're dealing with it in life. They are broken physically, mentally, emotionally. They see things in a day, in a week that you and me won't see in a lifetime. So if it was one thing that I knew I couldn't fail at right now, it would take our nonprofit to each city of America help the first responders of our nation win. And I honestly believe through our first, through our nonprofit, what we're seeing in Tulsa right now is revival. We're starting to see ridiculous revival within fire departments, within police stations. We're starting to see God intervene and atheists come to God. We're starting to see physical transformations, marriages restored. Man, I honestly believe if we can get into the first responders and the leadership of our cities, that it'll trickle down the communities and that we'll see revival in our nation. So that's the one big thing that I'm on a mission right now. And we're doing big things through our nonprofit, FitFirstResponders.org. JC, all I can say is, wow. Wow. And that is that is so awesome and so impressive. I mean, so impressive that I'm not going to even ask you the last two letters of the man of questions. <laughs> also, because you've already answered those questions to even to an extent. But to me, that's the I think that's the what we should close on that last thing. That is an amazing thing that you and your organization are doing. And I'm glad to have that have you on so we can even be in support of that and get this message out to as many people across the country. That is just amazing, man. God bless you and what you're trying to do with the, helping the first responders. I, I told you about my wife, but I didn't tell you my wife is also um, is ex-law enforcement and ex-military. <laughs> and so she takes a lot of this stuff personally when she sees this stuff in the media and television. And I mean, I watch her go through it emotionally. She's not, she, you know, she's spent about close to 10 years in the police department, but she's been away from it for nine years. And it still hurts her emotionally when she sees some of the stuff and how people are treating our law enforcement officers. So, man, God bless what you're doing, JC. That is awesome. All day. Thank you, my man. And guys, we come to the end of our show. And I'd like to thank my guests. JC Coach JC for joining us today and for being so gracious with the time. JC, thank you so much for joining us, man. Thank you, Joe Martin. I'm honored. I'm privileged. It's a blessing to be on your show. And JC, I, you know, I typically reserve this part for people to get in contact with you, but we'll put your contact information in the show notes so I get that from you personally. But I just feel in my heart that I want you to share again how they can find out more about what you're doing with the first responders. I don't know why that's just resonating in my heart, but if we want to find out more and how they can support what you're doing with that in your ministry, and your nonprofit, how can they find out more about that? Uh, it's easy. You can go to coachjc.com or you, you'll find me on there, or you could go directly to fitfirstresponders.org. And that's the nonprofit website. Fantastic. And we'll, again, we'll put that in the show notes as well and any additional information for they can reach out to you. And guys, um, that's the end of our show, but please do us a favor. Please do us a huge favor. This is so important. Take about 30 seconds to go over to iTunes 
and rate the program. It's the best way to help us get this program in the hands, ears, and hearts of men just like you. Guys, you've made it number one in the country for Christian Men, the number one podcast. So please don't keep us a secret. Share us with your friends. Until next time, I'm Joe Martin, your man builder with RealMenConnect.com, reminding you that we are males by birth, but we are men by choice. So each and every day, choose to be the man God called and created you to be because a male is a terrible thing to waste. So until next time, stay strong, stay blessed, and as always, stay in his grip. Thank you for listening to the Real Men Connect podcast with Dr. Joe Martin. Real Men Connect isn't just a podcast. It's a mission, ministry, and movement to help good men become the great men God called and created us to be. And the best is yet to come. So if you enjoyed this episode, go ahead and leave us a review in iTunes. It really helps us to build the podcast and to reach, teach, and impact more men, all for the glory of God. And make sure you check out realmenconnect.com to get our free tools and resources to help you go from good man to great man God's way. Again, that's realmenconnect.com. Thank you for listening. We'll see you in the next episode.